Jack, I'm noticing oh, yeah. what I would call a soft sucking sound. Oh, yeah? Uh, just coming just off of, definitely coming from your feed. You think it's from my side? And it's it sounds like it's maybe just off of camera. Uh, do you think it's uh, like a pl- like plumbing or something? I should get I don't, into it. Do you think it's picking up on the... I don't know what it is, but okay. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> okay? I don't. Yeah. I want no part of this. Wow. Um, well, I can't isolate any specific thing that it might be. It's just me here, a professional podcasting businessman. Yeah, uh, we're doing professional podcasting. Doing it's our professional 9 podcast. It's 9 a.m. on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Only time that we could find that worked. Yep. Um, so we've got we've got business energy. We've got business energy. Yeah. We both woke up. We put on our businessman hats yep. and we came down and we started doing professional business work. Yep. Me, you and beefcake. Oh yeah. And I should say beefcake is here. Yeah. Um, that's my business partner and welcome to our zoom meeting. Basically this is a, well, this yeah, is, this is a zoom meeting. This is going to be different from uh, the normal episode just because of the business energy that we're bringing. Like I want as a listener, I think you're going to get the most out of it. If you think of it not as a fun podcast that you use to distract yourself um, and get away from the world and get away from the cares of your job or your life, but uh, as uh, sitting in on uh, two businessmen, three businessmen, two titans, Zoom, three titans, Zoom meeting of business. So this yeah. is sort of a crash course. This yeah. is like uh, you know what they what they teach you in Harvard Business School. Yes, kinda. yeah. If that was a podcast, yes, exactly. So let's get down to business. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you what's the, do you your first agenda the item? Minutes. Yeah, we'll read the oh. Jack and I start every is he okay? Choking? Uh Turn my, his head. my business partner needs to vomit on my, on the back of my um <laughs> on, on my back. Why is he grunting so much? It's hard work trying to poop and eat at the same time. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, man. Um, so Beefcake, welcome to the, um, the big business meeting. Uh, Tanner, I've talked to you about this guy. He's been through a round of interviews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's, um, shitting and barfing a lot for, uh, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to bother you and bring you in on the interview process. And we've all as partners yeah, in this endeavor, you. we've, uh, we've always trusted each other. Um, and yeah. so you put me in charge of hiring. And so this is uh welcome, welcome to, um, the company, uh, Cinertech. This Welcome is, to the company. Sorry your dad isn't aware this, that you don't have developed neck muscles this yet. This is beefcake. <laughs> Do you want to say hello to beefcake? Hello, uh, sir. Not You're not great at first impressions, huh? <laughs> He's trying to smile. <laughs> okay. And remind me, what's, what's your name again? Beefcake. No, I'm asking him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're giving me like the stony silence, silent treatment? First day jitters. <laughs> this guy's terrible at interviewing. <laughs> well, this isn't an interview. He's already hired. Oh, he's hired. Oh, okay. So we were going to do... Um, Beefcake, why don't you he hang tenured? out here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's making a lot more than you are. <laughs> That's um, not hard. Beefcake, would you like some of this bottle of soy-based formula? 
He says, what did he yes. say? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give him some of that while we talk about the minutes from the last meeting. Jack and I start every single Zoom call we're on with minutes. Yeah. This from last meeting. From last Zoom call. <laughs> so what did we talk about last Zoom call? We talked about the Viscount, um, the Viscount who uh, was afraid of... Um, Bees. Bees. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so last week was our Regency week. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go over the agenda for this week then? Yeah, this week I thought for the company we would do Beach Week. Beach. Oh, Beach Week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're all wearing like Hawaiian shirts every day. Like someone brought in a kiddie pool full of sand. I think actually it's um, Margs. The Marg cart goes around at five o'clock. It's beach in the sense of beach on like a lonely lake, which is oh, uh, like a pebble beach. Yeah, probably. It's like not that nice to sit on the beach. Yeah, but like, well, you can still do some fun stuff at a pebble beach. Yeah. You can lift up rocks and look for sow bugs. Yeah, definitely. Yum yeah. those down. Beefcake would like um, you, bud. Crawfish. Mm-hmm. You can skip rocks. You can skip rocks. Yeah. So. I'm I'm gonna find the silver lining on whatever stormy dark cloud you put over this podcast today because your wife is too tired and needed to go to bed and you need to watch a boy while you podcast a baby a baby boy. I'm gonna turn your energy around. Yeah, turn it around. Turn yeah. it around. So I am. I am trying to bring bring uh, um, infectious positivity to the show. This I like week. that. Oh, what's he What's he doing? No, it's just something's wet. Yeah, that'll happen with a baby. Yeah. The other day, uh, Miles and I were running back and forth between our bedroom and his bedroom. Yeah. And he uh, got to his room and he said, "What that water?" Oh. And I said, "What water?" And he said, <laughs> and he like looked at his foot. And he's like, "There's water." <laughs> and I looked back, and Hercules had done a giant barf Ugh, right in the middle sucks. of the hallway, and we both uh, stamped through it. <laughs> and it was just everywhere what that water what that water that's always a bad sign <laughs> very polite uh, uh too many chaos mammals too many chaos mammals yeah it's um it's like our yellow sun has gone out and been replaced by a big black sun yeah and now there are uh beings of of pure chaos roaming the yeah american northeast no i went in yesterday so in the mornings now sarah doesn't sleep at night because she's looking after the baby and then she dumps the baby uh unceremoniously in his little chair at around 7 a.m and i take over and i take over and that yeah his little baby poeing and i will deal with him and then bring him into the other child's room to try to get the other child ready for school and yeah Yesterday, while I was doing that, like during this brief interval where I opened the door to the part of the house where Cyril and Sarah's room both are, um, both of my insane cats like ran ran in, opened somehow managed to get the door open to Sarah's room and just like started like creating like fucking havoc on her bed. She'd been like asleep for one hour total for the night. You know, That's fine. I was like, sorry, I've got. They just wanted babies. mommy's attention. <laughs> why? Like why? Why did we surround ourselves with all these fucking creatures? Like yeah. that are just like you need a bigger house. Have absolutely no sense of decorum. <laughs> you two should just like go live in the prairie just be yeah. like prairie people you know like hunter gatherers hunter gatherers yeah just like chase a mammoth across the plains because then you'll have all the room in the world yeah anyway this is a business call it's let's a not business talk about call. our personal yeah, affairs yeah, this sorry. has been dad talk this has been dad talk there's no yeah. there's no space or time for that today because this is a professional business call it's 9 a.m 9 i literally do have meetings in like 
an hour. Okay. Well, let's get so, let's get down to this week's business. We um, got to get down to business. Yeah. We're d- uh, going to be talking I'm about double booked. Yes. You're double booked. What you say in the business? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a hard out. Yeah, I have a hard out. I'm yeah. double booked. I have a hard out. I'm double booked. Um, and let's do what um, our the president of our company used to say at the big important meetings, which is um, we're going to go around the room today. Yep. And we're yep. going to say agenda items. If you have an agenda item, uh, we'll put it on the board, and we're going to get to it. But only bring up things that are tactical, not strategic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or and I I might be remembering this wrong. Only bring up things that are strategic, not tactical. I can never remember which it is or what either of those. You do tactical, I'll do strategic. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Great. Well, I'll start with a tactical. Um, Yeah, well, let's start with tactical. I want to talk about the- Then we'll ladder up to strategy. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, I'd like to spend a few minutes uh, talking about the uh, romance, the sexy romance novel Beach Read by Emily Henry. Can we yeah. we put a little bit of time on the docket just to kind of go over that, talk about the stuff we like, talk about the sex scenes and the kissing, talk about yeah. um, the, how they fell in love and how cute it was. You know, I think you and I are already pretty squeamish about the sex scenes, yeah. but in this professional <laughs> environment, yeah. I'm worried about like <laughs> litigation. You know? Okay. All right. Well, we'll gl- glass pass. Okay. That's fine. Okay, but let's just put beach read up on on the big board, and then you have something strategic you want to share. Yeah, I think um, I think we should definitely talk about beach read. That's a great tactic. Thank you uh, for (laughs) suggesting that. Yeah. Um, Plus, I'm gonna plus one that one. Okay, great. (laughs) And strategically, I think we should do it probably about in the next um, hour. Okay, that seems good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And we should probably do some bits. And okay. some like segments. Okay. Um, and this is just something, you know, I, I have a lot of experience in this field and I have a lot of um, institutional knowledge. Yeah. So this is just a suggestion. I'm not trying to be prescriptive. Okay. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Uh, what if we um, didn't have a baby on the show? We ditched the baby. Yeah. Well, I was going to see if Beefcake, the our new take partner, it or leave it, take it or leave it. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll bring yeah. that up. Let, we'll we'll bring that up when we get to it. Okay, um, okay, okay, yeah. And uh, sh- Beefcake, do you? Is there anything you want to uh, to share uh, to put up on the board? Remember, tactical, not strategic. He's still just barfing and shitting everywhere when he's not sucking down that ba. Is he sucking down a ba? <laughs> Or does he just make those sounds all the time? <laughs> he makes those sounds all the time. He's recovering okay. from a little bit of a cold. I think it may be part of why mommy didn't sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Beefcake, uh, I think, just wants to kind of um, s- sit in on this one, learn from the process. Get back in the cut, Beefcake. Sit back in the cut, Beefcake. We're glad Watch we the masters you. work, yeah. you know? Watch the alphas. Okay, so hello and welcome to the big show. Um, uh, the the show is called meeting. Strange Bedfellows, yeah. and it's uh, this time it's business themed yeah, it's, for some reason because the book's not business themed. No, it's beach themed. It's not beach yeah, themed. Yeah, themed. <laughs> no, it's like small town in. Uh, I don't even know where it is. Uh, There's a beach. Yeah, I don't know. Small town, California. It sounds like, very distracted. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's say what happened. Oh, let me say this just right up front. Uh, I thought it was fucking fantastic. The book. Yeah. yeah. It's a great read. Yeah. Here's another Very thing. well written. 
I'll Very say, fun to read. Let me say this. Very this, sexy. This might be controversial. Yeah. Um, I think I realized something reading this book that I've I don't think I've ever experienced before in books. That's okay. In, it's a safe space in romance novels. Safe space. You can say whatever's on your mind. I think with romance novels, on some level, you're supposed to fall in love with the the love interest. Yeah. I think that's true. I fell in love with this love interest. I fell in love with um, January in this. Okay. and You liked January. Yeah, I. but it's the first time that's really happened. I've often liked the heroines of They're both novels, kind of hot messes. But I, I really kind of related to and liked... Like, I could see I could see a future for me in January. Okay. Maybe it's because I'm a broody Gus type. Are you? I think so. That's me, okay. man. Come on. He's like yeah. a fucking pretentious elitist at school who like cared uh, about yeah, like Oh yeah, that's true and he's always talking about like Jonathan Jonathan Franzen and stuff like that. type shit. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I only listen to REM." Yeah, he listens to REM. Maybe that's what it is. I'm a Gus type. Yeah. You know? You so, are a Gus type. Yeah. So you you're just projecting then. Well, I don't know. I hadn't I was I hadn't worked that my feelings through until just now. But I I fell in love with the with the protagonist. You know who week. I am. In this book? I really identified with the character, too. Who? Pete? Haunted Hat. <laughs> Haunted Hat! Let's say what happens in the book. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a fun one. It's really fun, folks. Uh, it's Beach Read. It's Emily Henry. Everyone loved it. It was a, it was a sensation. Uh, yeah, it was a sensation, and that's why we picked it. And we... Um, it turns out when you just do what everyone tells you to do, and yeah. you don't pick... I mean, I knew this. Harem gamer lit fiction. Yeah, I knew this. I, uh, you find some real gems. Uh, Tanner, it was like pulling teeth to get Tanner. I can't remember if we recorded our process. I don't think we did. But uh, t- Tanner and I tried to pick a book together for once, and I got to witness his process, which was insane. <laughs> yeah. He just finds like the first cover that is interesting to him, and it's usually like, got a vampire with a sword on it. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> this isn't what we're, That looks interesting, but it's not what we're doing. Doesn't that look cool? And so yeah. I... I was like, here's how I do it. And I Googled, like, what's the best fucking romance that has come out in the last couple of years? Absolute best, top-notch, best one. And there are a yeah. bunch of lists, and I looked at all of them, and all of them had Beach Read on the list. Yeah. Um, and I agree. It's the, definitely one of the best ones we've read. I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. Um, well, let's say what happens. Uh, January, it's not January Jones, but we're it's not the going month. to have to call her January Jones throughout this, because I just don't know oh is isn't that that's an actress right that is an actress yeah, yeah she played um she played uh, the ice woman ice woman yeah um, next man uh, her name is january and she's got a fatal flaw a hamartia as we say in the lit crit uh, business yes we she's named to. after a month yeah no that's not the flaw <laughs> oh, okay um and hamartia as you know is, um, is he okay he's Sounds fine like he's crying he just like he has trouble. He's like, I don't know. He just doesn't have that many. He doesn't have a range of noises he can make. I'm talking about Hamartia. Do you ever do that shit? You mu- Surely, in like intro to English, you did like what are the fucking three anagnoresis, Hamartia, the Shakespearean shit. There's a fatal flaw. There's like a. a what are you saying? S- uh, Greek stuff. Hamartia. Yeah, Google it. I don't. Hamartia. <laughs> no, H A M A R T I A. Google it. <laughs> okay. Hamartia. Say what it is. A fatal flaw leading to the downfall of a tragic hero or heroine. There this we is go. an Achilles heel. Yeah, there we for go. For instance. 
Um, and so she, her fatal flaw is that I th- she believes in happy endings, I think, isn't it? She's a romantic, yes. She believes in happy endings despite the fact that her life has been hellish. It's She's been, a young woman. Yeah. She's like in her, I don't know, late 20s. Late 20s. I think. Yeah. Um, and both of her parents have had cancer. One of them has passed, and she's discovered that her dad was had a secret second family. Yeah. So basically, she. Um, oh, and he's he's died. So she, she yeah, can't even like. They, they struggled with her mom's cancer throughout her young life, but she beat the cancer, and so that caused January to believe that like everything will be all right in the end, and then her dad suddenly died, and he left a secret house, and the secret house was the secret house that he had had with his secret lover and affair, and so now January is like, what the fuck? I thought we had this perfect happy family. I thought happiness was real, and then my dad died, and it turns out he was cheating on my mom, even though they seemed like they had a happy life, and romance was real, and now romance is dead, but I broke, so I have to live in the house. And, and I have to finish writing and a romance finish. book. Right, which is what I do. And then the book becomes this intricate Hellraiser-type puzzle where it's like yeah. it's a book about a book. It's a process about a process. It's writing about writing. The books in the books are not the books that's the book. And he's writing her book, and she's writing and his she's book. She's writing his book, yeah. And he's a grumpy old uh, yeah. sort of like he's a grumpy Jonathan Gus. Franzen type. He writes about like sad white men. Lo and behold, she had, they have, it's funny. This one's funny. Um, she meets him, and they have like a their meet cute is like they're mad at each other immediately because he's her neighbor, and he's playing Everybody Hurts Too Loud. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's his birthday and it's his birthday party and these playing too fucking hard. everybody hearts and like on repeat <laughs> <laughs> and it's too loud and she what is the insult she says to him coldly horny <laughs> yeah she calls him coldly horny which he is she's like I bet you read Jonathan Franzen and you're coldly horny <laughs> yeah so she's got him kind of pegged all right yeah. Jesus what so, is up with that kid uh, I think he he wants to get involved. Himself? Let's see if he pooped or shat himself. Okay. Or, or peeped himself. Now you say the book. Okay. And then, so here's the other thing is she moves into this house and she immediately eats, meets this woman named Pete who runs the local coffee shop slash bookstore. I'm just going to move my mic to... over here while I change the baby. Do you think this is the first ever baby change on a podcast? I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Okay. Well, you can, you can, well, I don't know uh, if you can watch, but you can hear. She invites her to a book club yeah. and the, the lover, his, her, her dad's lover yeah. is there. Uh, so that creates some tension. Yeah. So she flees and she, she sort of befriends Gus, her next door neighbor, um, who, he, who she actually knew in college. Um, and he reveals that he, he remembers her from college as well. And they decide that. He is a grumpy, old, jaded, contemporary fiction writer who's so glum and bleak, and she's like this hopeless, romantic, bright spark of light. So they're going to swap books. They both have a book due, and they're going to swap books just as like a writing exercise. Yeah, he like makes fun of her like romances. He's like, there's no such thing as happily ever after. And right. she doesn't, a thing that I liked about this novel is that she doesn't do the thing where they like, have to pretend that they hate each other the whole time. Yeah, like, they kind of become buds. Like, even though, like, there is, like, an adversarial thing between them, and, like, there's this clear tension where he's, like, Jonathan Franzen, and she's, like, you know, Danielle Steele. Um, right. But, like, 
we dispense with that bullshit pretty early. They're obviously friends, and they admit that they're friends, uh, even yeah. though they, they're you know they like razz each other. But he starts to make some moves pretty quickly. Like he gets pretty like chummy with her, you know, like a lot of touching, a lot of light touching, a lot of light touching. So th- yeah, she's like he, he's like, well, you could never do what I do, and she's like, you could never do what I do, and they they agree to write each other's style where he he will write a book with a happy ending and she will write a like sad book about uh, like how life is a meaningless march to the grave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they do that. Yeah. And and there's a cult. <laughs> and there's a cult that lived in the town. That's why he's here because in the 90s there was like a Waco style cult. Yeah. That like there was a big fire and a bunch of people died. So he's here investigating the cult and talking to all the people who are in the cult. Yeah. Um, so she keeps tagging along on these interviews too, which are just like brutal. Yeah, no, it's pretty intense. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. it's just people being like, "I lost my wife to the cult." <laughs> yeah, there were beatings. And my children, but it's yeah. good, and it's like I don't know. It's part of what's good about this book is like she she has in an afterward um, that she um, I don't know if you read it, but she's like this book what came from me having writer's block and it was literally the only thing I could figure out to write about was having writer's block and it's basically a book about writer's block. Yeah. But like the cult people being in this book, which is a very airy, breezy, sweet, lovely romance. Yeah. Like it it kind of mimics that process of like, well, what if <laughs> what if I put this kind of person in my book? Yeah. <laughs> what if I have introduced some tragedy into this romance? Let's just let's spin the big wheel and see what kind of person I should add to my book. And I got cultists this week. Yeah, and this yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got cultists. I got, well, at first I got Muppets, but then I I respinned <laughs> it because I yeah. couldn't figure I out how to get the Muppets, Muppets to work. <laughs> And so he put some cultists. Um, but it's, you know, it's still pretty light and airy. And then his book is like, I don't know, his book is weird. They don't describe it until the end. Yeah, his is about, wait, whose is about the circus? His. Oh, no, hers is about the circus. and he, Hers is about the circus. Yeah, it's confusing. This is why, so the cultists are in his book and in Emily Henry's book. <laughs> yes. In this book. In the in the but she book. she the our protagonist January must interview the cultists because she's learning about how to be Jonathan Franzen from him. They do like a, yeah. normally like the shitty version of this would they would be like it would be like we're, we're gonna do sex class on Friday because <laughs> neither of us know how to love but we really hate well, they each do, other. Well, they do do they do do like some sort of like they do some light sex classing. Yeah, like a they go bit to the later. drive-in mo- movie theater and yeah. they like they boink make in out. the trunk. Yeah. And then some lady comes and she's like, you can't boink in the trunk. You can't. And they're yeah. like, watch us. And they shut the trunk. Yeah. That's good. Um, so, yeah. And then so they they keep up this thing where, like, they're meeting, like, they're working together every day. They're meeting, like, once a week to go on these, like, dates that are, like, research trips. Uh, and they're writing their books. And meanwhile, January is trying to, like, sort through the, like, her life. She's no longer speaking to her mother because... Well, I think she's severely depressed is why. Well, yeah, but she's mad at her mom for, like, keeping it from her that her dad was cheating. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much the book, right? Pretty much the book, yes. Uh, she finds a bunch of letters from her dad and, like, you know, forgives her dad for, for being a deadbeat. Yeah. And I, th- she sort of makes peace with the, the lady. Yeah, they sorted it out. She realizes that life is a little bit messier than you expected, but people ultimately have good intentions. She's got a best friend. 
She's got a best friend who's funny. Who's in love with this guy called the Haunted Hat. The Haunted Hat. And that actually brings me to my first uh, name generator. My only name generator, I should okay, say. Okay, great. So they do, well, I'll explain it, I guess. Unless you have a passage you want to read to explain it. Um, I mean, I, I could read the passage where he's introduced. Sure, that sounds great. It's not a grow house, I told Shoddy. Oh, so Shoddy's like convinced that it's like a sex dungeon or that they're growing weed here. Right, at this secret mistress house that she's ended up at. It's not a grow house, I told Shoddy, and slid open the back door to step out onto the deck. Unless the weed's in the basement. No way, Shoddy argued. That's where the sex dungeon is. Let's stop talking about my depressing life, I said. What's new with you? You mean the haunted hat, Shoddy said. If only she had fewer than four roommates in her shoebox apartment in Chicago, then maybe I'd be staying with her now. Not that I was capable of getting anything done when I was with Shoddy, and my financial situation was too dire not to get something done. I had to finish my next book in this rent-free hell. Then maybe I could afford my own Jacques-free place. Oh yeah, she's also recently broken up with... A guy uh, who seemed like he was a happily ever after type of guy. A guy who's too much the romance novel archetype. Though, in fact, what you and I know is that's not actually true. Like, yeah. maybe romance movie archetype, like whimsical Owen Wilson type of dude. But yeah. the romance novels we read, the men are almost always... Um, Deeply flawed. Kind of broken, Jonathan Franzen types. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway. A lot of Jonathan Franzen pulsing through, not just this novel, but all the novels. Yeah. Um, and I think that's originally what drew us to the <laughs> Oh, man, I laughed so hard, Beefcake just, like, lost his shit. He was like, what? What? What is it? <laughs> Um, then maybe I could afford my own Jacques-free place. If the haunted hat is what you want to talk about, I said, then yes, spill. Still hasn't spoken to me, shoddy side with... Still hasn't spoken to me, shoddy side wistfully. But I can, like, sense him looking at me when we're both in the kitchen because we have a connection. His name was Ricky, but we never called him that. We always spoke of shoddy's love life in code. Yeah, he just wears... He wears, like, an old, like, bowler hat. Yeah. It sounds pretty lame. It's later discovered that, por- oh, here, are you worried at all that your connection isn't with the guy who's wearing the antique pork pie hat, but perhaps the ghost of the hat's original owner? <laughs> what will you do when you realize you've fallen in love with a ghost? Oh, yeah. Um, good question. And That's we actually a good talked about that. General. Yeah. We talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago on the ghost episode. Right. Right. We like know what you sex do. with a ghost and whether or not... We know what like, you do when you've fallen in love with the ghost is you find a medium. Right. And you, and you make ghost. out with oh, her. And I think that's what he's done. And then you find his killer. The medium in this case, though, is just an antique pork pie hat. Yeah. 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 That's it's kind of awesome. Goldberg. I want to read that. I want, I did feel, I loved this book, but I did often feel like I kind of want to read the novel that's about Shoddy and the Haunted Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's maybe that's the sequel because we know how these romance books work, you know. Yeah. So we're doing a name generator. What if we're so? What is your? Pejorative nickname as new boyfriend of best friend. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, try yeah. to imagine yourself. It's something everyone has always wanted. You know, it's, this is a little bit of fantasy casting here. You know, some people want to wonder what they were like if they were on the Avengers or, you know, if they right. were yeah, in, yeah. in the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff and, you know, you're a slabberin. And, but what if this one, what if you are the um, 
kind of throwaway new boyfriend of uh, the protagonist of a novel's best friend. And what yeah. would, you, what would yeah. your pejorative nickname be? And won't that be fun? Yeah. And I think what you do is you um you pick like, oh, I think I will pick your biggest like affect okay your biggest affectation and and that is sort of where i'll i'll hone in okay perfect laser focus so you're obviously jorts jorts okay good yeah okay right yeah oh i'm i'm dating jorts i went to jorts place okay something jorts so we just need an adjective um pedantic <laughs> pedantic jorts that's pretty good that's man pretty if good. someone said someone <laughs> said like if we were in the White House together and someone was like speaking into their like cuff and they're like, yeah. pedantic jorts is on the move, I'd be like, oh, that's got to be Jack. Oh my God, Jack is president? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I have do, not do been me, paying do attention me. to politics. Okay. Well, so I think, can we do like, is there a name for like the very specific J. Crew button down that you have like seven of? I think it's an Oxford. Okay. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and then we just need, um, I don't know, is there a word for it? Like the trait that jumped to mind and you know, you're a man of many features, but the one that jumped to mind is the thing where, uh, no matter, but bubble, butt Oxford, Oxford, bubble, but I was going to say, no matter what is going on, you think about what the worst possible case scenario. Yeah. I call it catastrophizing. Okay. So the catastrophizing, I'm working on it. I'm working on walking the middle path. That's That's a skill I'm trying to, that's a thing. Yeah, walking the middle path. I've noticed you you seem to you seem to be less catastrophizing lately, and it's really yeah. nice. It suits you. Yeah, it suits you like those Oxfords. So, what about the Thank catastrophizing Ox- Oxfords? That's pretty good. I like actually sound <laughs> that sounds impressive. You yeah, know? <laughs> it makes me sound complex. That's cool. Sophisticated. Oh, there he goes. Okay, so just a Big little. Barf. Let's get back to the business meeting. Let's. So this is a tactical tactical yes yes um, yes i want can we put this we up on the board topic um, um i want to discuss what you think we should do in the near term you know yeah. i'm not talking about quarterly projections i'm talking about you know today even okay what you think we should do week over week about the fact that our new colleague has just uh, vomited all the way down my back yeah <laughs> Um, kind of a lot of. I've been soy in this situation formula. a lot yeah. before, especially <laughs> yeah. after like holiday parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's and it's what I recommend. It's, it's is, pretty. It was warm, but now it's not. So it's just kind of a clammy wetness down my back. That what I, I recommend is you quickly leave and <laughs> never admit that it was you. Okay. Like, like the person who threw up all over our office did. Oh that yeah, one that time one after time. the holiday party. It was in, so like, 2013. famous. Nobody ever found out who it was, right? Or did somebody know? No, I don't think so. The the kitchen, the like canteen in our office, yeah. there was just like barf everywhere the day after the holiday party. And like everyone was like pre-gaming at the office before we went to this bar that the office rented out. Yeah. And the next day we came in and there was just barf everywhere. And no one would no one would confess. Oh, those were the days. That's where that's where your VC money goes. That's where your VC money goes. And Horowitz. <laughs> yeah. I think like a year later at the next holiday party, there was an inch of standing beer on the ground at oh, the God. Webster Hall, which we rented out. <laughs> and someone slipped and broke, like their t- tooth came out of their head. Oh, yeah. Famous. Famous. Yeah. <laughs> we um, had some bad holiday parties. Yeah. Uh, pretty bad. Can I talk about the first holiday party? Were you there for it? The one where we all uh, the white smoked elephant? weed and shotgun beers? Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's, you know, like not, that's not, I'm not saying that that's cool. I mean, it I mean, felt pretty cool at the time. I'm not saying it's not cool. But the reason that I think it's interesting is it was the first, it was, I had only been at the company for a few months and Tanner, maybe only a I month. would have been there like two months. Yeah. And there was a white elephant party and one of the white elephant gifts was like a dime bag. Of weed. It was and it's provided like the, by like by a guy the, who's, yeah. <laughs> he was an, an investor and advisor at the company. Yeah. He's like. You you would recognize his name. Yeah, yeah. He's got <laughs> so a very famous name. We won't say it, but it was yeah. fu- it, it was like it's a hilarious thing to bring to a white elephant, especially an office white elephant party, because everyone was like scandalized and they're like, "Oh no, I don't know how we're supposed to react to this." But then like everybody wanted the pot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a white elephant, we ended up with it, and then we also like in a way that I think we'd forgotten, like all the grown ups left. Like at like yeah. eleven, and the yeah. ki- the kids the people with kids remained, and yeah. w- we had maybe forgotten that we had agreed because it was like web two early web two point that we were live streaming we our live holiday stream party the to the web. We and so was, like people would be into that, right? We're so fun and quirky. People just want to sit at home and watch. But I definitely like woke up the next day with like the scariest like case of the yips hangover. I've ever had where I was like, not only am I very hungover after the office holiday party, but I live streamed all of my like antics yeah, for all to see, including my bosses who went literally went home to their babies and like watched their new Put employees the on the big screen. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of interesting. Um, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to, um, take my colleague uh to i've got this he's got yeah this, you two clean yourselves he up. insisted on bringing his own chair which is i thought was a little bit of a warning sign oh that's kind of cool <laughs> and, but it's actually. like i might start doing that he lies down in it and you plug it in and it like moves back and forth oh that actually sounds great yeah it sounds very baron harkonnen yeah i'm also going to change my shirt we're going to be back after this little break all right um I, ring, 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 ring. Oh, uh, I guess the fo- Tanner, the phone's ringing. Do you mind if I just pick this up and then we'll get back? Yeah, to Yeah, you're being very disruptive this episode. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't First the baby and now you're like answering calls. I normally have my phone just set to buzz, but it's like ringing pretty loud. I'm gonna While you're answering the phone, I'm going to eat some candy live on mic. Perfect. People love that. Um, hello? Yeah. Oh, hello. Uh, hey, uh, I'm also eating candy. Who? I'm not Tanner. How do you know Tanner's eating candy? Um... Premonition. Okay. So listen. <laughs> yeah, who's this? <laughs> Horny Tanner. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, we heard Tanner. that you needed the two lewd branding consultants to come in and help figure out some terminology for, um, well, boobs. Yes. Yeah, we were hoping, because we're not horny enough. Uh, regular Tanner and I, I'm regular Jack, um, aren't horny enough to uh, to even really want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it says here on the RFP yeah. the request for a proposal you've got here. Yeah. Um, I tipped my head against the window. Yes. At this point, it honestly might be easier for me to pack it in on the upbeat women's fiction and hop aboard the bleak literary fiction train. At least it would give me an excuse to describe boobs in some horrifying new way, like bulbous succulence of flesh and sinew. Okay. I never get to say bulbous succulents of flesh and sinew in yeah. my books. Mm. Okay. I don't think – I love the thought starters you've sent over. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. I'm going to bring in my colleague, Horny Jack, now too. Um, and we're going to help workshop some of these 
I love where you started. Great start. Yeah, this is Horny Jack weighing in. If I could just weigh in. Um, I love what you guys have done. Um, Pendulous chest orbs was a really great suggestion, and it's a great place for us to start. And nothing gets me hornier than bulbous succulents (laughs) of flesh and sinew. Oh, God, I'm hard as a rock just reading that But I think we can push this up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're here to help. And excuse the candy eating. It's my last piece. Okay. Mm, Robin's eggs. Robin's eggs. That's actually really nice. That's, yeah. I think that's already a thing. I think it's a thing that's already used sometimes. What? To describe. Oh, no, sorry. That's what I'm eating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and not the eggs. <laughs> you're not actually eating Robin's eggs. You're eating a type the of candy. The candy. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, that's a good place to start for boobs, I thought. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll put it on the board. We'll put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> no bad ideas in a brainstorm, you know? Okay, so we, do we want something sexy? Is that what's happening here? We want something particular. Well, no, sexy? because... Um, She's giving up on upbeat women's fiction, and oh, she's writing okay. bleak literary fiction. So we want something bleak and literary to describe it. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, what about um, – what's something that hangs? Is there is there a thesaurus for like seven-syllable words? Okay. Thesaurus? How about this? What about this? Skin-covered dangle dumplings. Skin-covered dangling dumplings. Dangle um, dumplings. Unfortunately, I think – Jonathan Franzen has trademarked that. Okay, that's in the corrections. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think people would say, like, what are you doing? You're ripping off Franzen. Yeah, ripping off like, Franzen. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so I don't think we can do that. Okay. How about, um? How about like... Fleshy? I think they're f- mostly fat. Fat? Okay. So maybe we can say, like, lipid? Yeah. Um, sebaceous? Oh, sebaceous is good. I think that What's means, mean? like, oily. Yes. Perfect. So sebaceous lipid somethings. Yeah. Something sort of academic. We can't use dangle dumplings because of Franzen. Um, oh, yeah. We can't use dangle dumplings. He's got like the whole merch line. Yeah. You said orbs earlier. That's that's interesting to me. Yeah. I said I think we wanted to orbs. make it. I think we want to make it as unappealing as possible. And actually. orbs comes up in romance too much. It's not. It's not too much, and it's confusing. Are we talking about eyes? Are we talking about boobs? Yeah. It's so hard to to know. Or balls sometimes. Minor orbs, or shape. Bulbous was good. She used that. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaurs. That unfortunately, that's Foster Wallace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what was your word? Sub sebaceous. I think it means sebaceous oily. lipid bulbs. Well, let's look for a synonym for bulbs. I started searching thesaurus of academic terms. There's got to be something like that, right? Yeah. How about snob thesaurus? Snob thesaurus. That's a really good idea. Protuberance. Protuberance. Yes. That's okay. something. Sebaceous so me... protuberance is pretty good. Sebaceous protuberance of lipids. At least it would give me an excuse to describe boobs in some horrifying new way, like sebaceous protuberance of lipids. Yeah. Yeah. Sebaceous I never lipids. get to say that. You can use lipid as an adjective, I think. It, can you? Yeah, why the fuck not? I don't know. I'm not even sure what it means. Oils, waxes. Organic, lipidic, lipidic. So lipidic, sebaceous lipidic protuberance. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay, folks, uh, regular Jack, regular Tanner, come back. I think you're going to really love this. We put together a little deck for you. Yeah, um, we're trying to be horny. Obviously, yeah. we can't not be horny. Yeah, um, we're talking about uh, the most beautiful part of a person's body. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, horny and, Jack. Yes. 
take it from here. Yeah, and we d- we wanted uh, we wanted to convey the um, sweet smoothness that uh, can sometimes come across as being oily, especially when sweat yeah. uh, uh, is involved, because that's pretty sexy. And the oiliness too. And the oiliness. We don't want to dis- discount the oiliness. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to convey the fact that they're um, they can be round and sort of soft to Pokey the touch. Uh, yep. And also, and the pokey outiness was very important to us. So what we've got for you guys is sebaceous, lipidic protuberances. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're perfect. Um, I was thinking while, we, while we're bringing in some guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we haven't had a visit from these guys in a long time. Oh, okay. Um, do you remember? Uh, you do, because you wanted to talk about them last week, but we didn't have time. Our old friends, uh, our kissing consultants. Oh, oh, yeah, Mr. Kiss. Yes, and so I, I'm Mr. Kiss. Kiss. Who are you? I'm Monsieur Francais, but it's pronounced, it's pronounced French. (laughs) French, yeah. And Monsieur French, and uh, so the trick to French is you just say things like a French accent, and you always leave the last letter off. Yeah, Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, and we like to talk about how the kissing is done, and this book gave us some uh, uh, some interesting kissing uh, techniques. And I just wanted to kind of go over it. I want to get you. into character. Yeah, I'm like I'm still. It's like whiplash. Like I just yeah. moved from horny Tanner <laughs> to back to regular Tanner, and now you want me to be Mister Kiss? Could, like, can you remind me uh, what? Because we have like a pretty extensive backstory, don't we? Uh, we have yeah. Mister Kiss is like a backstory. <laughs> a Doctor Who like character oh, yeah. who can travel through space time, and you are like his companion. Canyon. Dr. Kiss is the, the greatest kisser a in Dr. all Kiss of... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Kiss is the greatest kisser in all of uh, time and history yeah. and the entire cosmos. Yeah. And Monsieur Franchet, uh, Franch It's kind of an is, academic. Um, he's studied it but hasn't tried it. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's really into Frenching, yeah. um, which is closer to sex than kissing, in my opinion. Yeah, because it's penetration. Um, it is penetrative, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Perfect. <laughs> That's where we're at. Um, yeah. What was the passage that we want to analyze? Uh, let me read this to you. It was yeah. that night at the drive-in times 10. At the drive-in, they've been watching. Oh, I think also, by the way, that may have happened on the Patreon show. I'm pretty sure it happened in a Sweet Valley episode. It may have been the Sweet Valley High, few Sweet Valley High books we read for the main, can- the main series here. So wait, these guys don't even exist on our actual show? That's the thing about trans-dimensional characters like... Mr. Kiss, you know? <laughs> he exists in all places at all times. Perfect. Okay, so uh, for a lot of people, in, in fact, for most people, for 90% yeah. of listeners, um, this is your first introduction, possibly. This is your first taste. To these guys. Yeah. And they're, they're, we, you're meeting them mid- And it's also a good excuse to go check out the Patreon. Yeah. Sign up. You know, you can get a little bit more history and backstory <laughs> behind these characters. You're meeting them- Rich characters. Mid-lore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They have a highly developed lore, but you know that's true of Doctor Who too. Yeah. A lot of people came in on Christopher Eccleston or uh, no, that's or, uh, true. David Tennant. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but There's it's pretty decades wild. Of content before that, but the, all you really need to know is that they're kissing experts. Yeah, and well, they're going to help you figure out how to do it. Uh, yeah. And so this book gives us a, uh, some guidance, and uh, let's bring in our guys uh, to kind of weigh in on it. And I'll read you the okay. passage. It was that night at the drive-in times 10. They'd gone to the drive-in to see a Meg Ryan movie. I don't know if they say which one. I hope it was Addicted to Love. Isn't that a fun one? Is, is, people oh, I have hope forgotten. it was City of Angels. 
No, that's sad. Uh, let's watch City of Angels for next week. No, that's sad. They die on a bike. I don't care. It's we can do. Is this a romance novel? It's not. I do okay. want to mostly just talk about the Goo Goo Dolls for a whole episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> anyway, let's say that it's Addicted to Love with John Cusack. It's such a fun film and no one ever talks about it. Let's do that next week. It was that night at the drive-in times 10 because now I knew how he felt on top of me. So that's already... Hmm. I think you should be standing up for kissing, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're yeah. sitting on someone, it's hard to... <laughs> yeah. Anyway... Now I knew what the scrape of his jaw against my skin did to me. Hurt, I imagine. So he's like rubbing his jaw against her chin. How his tongue? Probably got stubble, you know. Yeah, I think some like, people. Every like Every time that. I try to kiss my boy when yeah. I'm a little stubbly, he said, "No, I don't like your face scratchy." Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and p- please clean the dog's vomit off my feet. It's been two days. <laughs> <laughs> It's the dog's job. <laughs> I knew what the scrape of the jaws against my against my skin did to me. How his tongue would test the gaps between our mouths. Is that okay. kissing? That actually seems... I don't think we're even into the kissing oh, yet. So actually, now that I think there's about a little it, gap between their mouths. So their, their mouths and are He's not, like sort of a snake, yeah. you know? That's how he like sees and smells. They're not touching at all. So he's this is seems fine. It's not Frenching. This is actually something that you and I can agree on, Mr. Kiss, my faithful yeah. companion. Uh, Let me see if this picks up on the mic. Yeah. It's uh it's the perfect uh happy medium between the Frenching and uh, not doing that because the tongue is coming out but it's not going in. Sorry, sorry, Monsieur French. Um I don't know why you're invoking me right now. Okay. We have not gotten to the kissing, okay. and I'm not interested. I'm sort of this um, <laughs> okay. this cold, like, uncaring, like, Dr. Manhattan type. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you don't uh, have, until you don't get activated. we get to the kissing, okay. this is so far beneath me that it doesn't even register. Okay, you can't even see it. Okay, that's no. fine. Um, his tongue would test the gaps between our mouths. Taste the soft skin at the top of my chest. That's not kissing, that's tasting. That's not kissing, it's tasting, yeah. And it's also in line with something a snake might do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was jealous he'd had more of me than I'd had of him. I wanted to kiss his stomach. That's kissing. Okay, now we're now we're getting into my territory. Okay. Step one. Great, kiss the stomach. No, that's wrong. Step two, sink you my... You want to kiss a mouth. Step two, sink my teeth into his hips. I think they're okay, both. I'm, I'm back snakes. out. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is snakes. <laughs> this is snake play. Uh, yeah. Mr. Kiss, I'm so sorry I brought you here. This is snakes. It's not kissing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm an expert on all all kissing. Uh, I thought it was kissing, but it's just snakes. Whether it's snakes or people or whatever. But, you know, all we've seen is one little stomach kiss, which isn't even the right way to kiss. Although I don't know much about snake anatomy. Do they have lips on their stomach? Do they have stomachs? Do snakes have lips? Do we have any snake scientists who listen to the show? Probably. I mean, I think... A... Let us know if uh, if snakes have lips, and if so, where are they yeah. on their body? Yeah, great. Um, step three. So sink my teeth into his hips, dig my fingers into his back, and drag them down the length of him. That's Alanis Morissette. Oh, uh, yeah. Wine Dine 69 me. Yeah. That's also from the Patreon. Yeah, I so hope she feels it. I hope she feels it. Patreon.com slash BSC. No, I hope he feels it. I hope Dave Coulier feels it. Yeah, me too. I hope he feels it, us talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does every time. That's his curse. 
<laughs> he's like uh, Dorian Gray, yeah. except every time someone mentions that he's the guy from that Alanis Morissette song, like some <laughs> portrait of him, like wines, dines, and 69's even harder. Is that the line in the song? I don't think, I think you've invented that that line is in the song. She doesn't say that. She says, I, yeah, she does. Every time I scratch my fingers down someone else's back, I hope you feel it. Well, do you feel it, Dave Coulier? Wine dine sixty nine me. She doesn't and then say play that. Golf for a while. She does not say that. There's no way Here. she says that. You took me for a joke. You took me for a child. You took a long hard look at my ass and then played golf for a while. Your shake is like a fish. You pat me on the head. You took me out to wine dine sixty nine me. Oh really? But didn't hear a damn word I said. She says sixty nine, and that's from right through you. The oh. Alanis Morissette hit. So it's not from you. Ought to know. No, it's not from. I, I'm not. I, I'm talking about the deep cuts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about the shit they play on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Alanis Morissette is my REM. Okay, perfect. <laughs> That's what I'm playing on my birthday as I'm sitting outside alone while everyone parties in my house. REM is my REM, and I loved how much REM was in this book. That's another thing I liked about it. That you know, I fell in love with January, and I fell in love a little bit with um, Emily Henry. I probably shouldn't say that. Maybe we'll have her on the show one day. Well, you I, could confess your love to her. I have a her, strong though. professional regard for writer Emily Henry, who did a good job with this one. Uh, let's Monsieur, finish and this. You're, you're speaking as Monsieur Franch, right? Uh, uh, yeah, well, I will. Because then I think you're fine. I will when I reach out to invite her to be on the show. <laughs> uh, I wanted to kiss his stomach, sink my teeth into his hips like a snake, et cetera, et cetera. His hand slid toward my spine. It's skidding very up sneaky it. language. The, skidding up it. That's like, what's that? The, that's the, Predator. The, the, oh, that's Predator. I was thinking it's like those little skateboards that people have with their fingers. <laughs> tech deck? Yeah. <laughs> so Predator tech decked up her spine. <laughs> As I folded over him, my nose skated down his. Okay, and then she took the tech deck and skated <laughs> down his nose. So I don't think this is kissing either. If you skate your nose no, down... No, this isn't no. even kissing. Why did, you, in, why did you bring this up? I could almost taste his cinnamon breath from his open mouth. His right hand came back to the side of my face, roaming lightly down to my collarbone, then back to my mouth, where his tense fingers pressed into my bottom lip. This is not kissing. No, Mr. Kiss, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm let's so move sorry. On. Uh, let's... Uh, Please take me with now. you back to the moon. <laughs> I'm going to go to a space station at the end of time <laughs> to watch the cosmos blink out. I have a small garret apartment just outside of Paris <laughs> where I live yeah. by myself with my goldfish. And Listen, my, my TARDIS pig. only carries one person. It's actually much smaller on the inside than it looks <laughs> from the outside. Okay, well, There's see. barely room in there for me. See you next time. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, good to hear uh, from Jack, those guys. Jack, you want to do yeah. Freak of the Week? <laughs> yeah, we got a segment we call Freak of the Week. Uh, <laughs> I think we're still kind of trying to find the right way to discuss this, but essentially, um, we find the freak. We yeah, find we the find freak the freak of the week. We find the freak, and we mean it in a good Someone way. Someone who's into the, in a good the, way. the kinky stuff. Let's get freaky. The, yeah, get let's your get freak free. on. We do mean it in a good we way. We mean it in the get your freak on kind I'm of I'm keeping way. notes on this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I'm going to try that I love next it. time. I'm yeah. making love. Okay, perfect. Let's say it. Again, the words came gushing out of me, like I needed to say them all year. Or maybe they were just a welcome diversion from the other conversation we've been having. They went to this carnival at a local Catholic church, I said. Not together. She's explaining to Gus about her parents, mm-hmm. how her parents met. Not together, like they went separately to the same carnival. 
And then they ended up standing in line next to each other at that Esmeralda thing. You know, the animatronic psychic in a box. Oh, I know her well. <laughs> she was one of my first crushes. This dude fucked that machine, didn't he? Wow. So that's Esmeralda is like a bit. It's like big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Zoltan, I think. Yeah, but, but it's like the like lady version, of sexy Zoltan. lady version of it. And he wow. did it. He like that's he good. was like rutten. That's like you if know? you you know how like they pornify movies. Yeah. If you pornified big, you wouldn't have to change the name at all. Oh no, no, no. But it's just like a, the that would be complicated, huh? But yeah. So yeah, he he fucked this machine, and yes. he's a freak of the week. Yeah, he's our freak of the week this week. Can we quickly do Kinetic too while we're here? Yeah, we Just have a quickly segment. Here. We'll say it the way you say it. Yeah, okay. So I, I live in Connecticut, um, and I know everything about the state yeah. and everything about the people who live here because I live in the state, and I am a person who lives yeah. here. And this is a segment we call Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, I heard. I'll get my baby. Yeah, he wants to weigh in on this. He wants. Uh, so we're coming to the end of the meeting, and we don't like to run over because we both have uh, hard out. No, we have to do um, closing statements. But I do want Beefcake to have his say here, so I'm going to bring him in. And uh, he really wanted to hear about the Connecticut. Yeah, a lot of buildup for a pretty qu- quick segment. I'm going to say. All right, I'm glad we've really built this up. This yeah, going to be all right. Quick. Let's let's hear from the junior partner first, real fast. Yeah. And now he clams up. What's he saying? He's crying. <laughs> Jesus, you don't do that in a business setting. Oh, um, and he pooped himself. Oh, okay. We should probably wrap this up, huh? Why don't you uh, no hit me with a kinetic check, and I'm going to change this uh, diaper this while you do it. a lot. Yeah. Okay. I heard the soft clink of ice against the glasses. He kept ice in a bucket on a tray with his liquor. How moneyed Connecticutian of him. And I just quickly wanted to say we don't do that. We don't say that. We don't. Oh, we, you don't we do just that. don't do that. We don't put ice in a bucket on no. a tray with the liquor. Well, it's moneyed though. Well, I've got. Oh yeah. I got some money. I've no, got like. Enough. I think I got like forty bucks in the car. Okay. I keep my money in the car. Is that a bad idea? I mean, it's a bad idea to announce it on a podcast. I think. Yeah. So bleep that. I keep my money in a. Here, I'll I'll do a, just a clean. Uh, take of the word safe and you can patch it in over uh perfect i'll just car. run that back okay yeah. say safe so everywhere i say car yeah say put in me saying this word okay safe i keep my money in the safe is that a bad idea perfect including all the parts where i was we were we were sort of like figuring out the best approach here yeah the best tactical approach. Yeah. And I know, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be the strategy guy, but... No, that's okay. Um, okay, and so, uh, uh, you've been Kinetichek, Emily Henry. They don't do that. Yeah, you've been Kinetichek. Hey, why don't you fucking do your research? Come up here and visit sometime. It's a lovely state. You ever heard of Danbury? Um, yeah, a train museum. I, uh, issue of t- tactical significance for, for our company going forward and yeah. with this new hire. Um, yep. He has just fully shat himself. Okay. And he's allowing me to – I've taken his pants off and I am wiping it off. Yeah, okay. But, but I don't – it's not how I envisioned – You know, this meeting, oh, how the now meeting he's, was peeing on, go? he's peeing on me and himself. Yeah, uh, he's peeing on everything. Feel the rain on your skin. No one else will feel <laughs> it for you. everything. Only it's you everywhere. can let you in. No one else. No one else. <laughs> it's, it's all over everything. 
Uh, is it getting all over your podcast equipment? No, no, I've I've got him on this cool. I've like I've moved the mic in a really cool way. <laughs> yeah, and he's he doesn't give it. He's like perfectly happy now, even though he's feeling the rain on his. This is a technical th- um, term. We call it uh, betting field. This is yeah. This is a business, uh, like a business thing. Yeah, uh, it's it, we like to do it at the end of meetings. jargon. Uh, it's called yeah. betting fielding. Um, so they anyway, teach you this in Harvard Business School. I don't know. I I just the, he's pissed all over himself. This guy. Yeah. Should we wrap it up? Let, should we do a quick burp? It's our. <gasps> oh yeah. Burn of the week. Burn of the week. I'll say mine real fast, and then um, you can say yours, and maybe try to read us out. Um, well, no, I'll need to read us out because I I know what we're doing next week. Uh, here's my burn. Ready? Anyway, I said, still fighting a blush. You never told me what you write, Everett. I'm sure it's something really groundbreaking and important. Totally new and fresh. Like a story about a disillusioned white guy wandering the world, misunderstood and coldly horny. A laugh barked out of him. Coldly horny? As opposed to the very artfully handled sexual proclivities of your genre? Tell me, which do you find more fascinating to write? Love-struck pirates or love-struck werewolves? (laughs) We haven't read either of those yet. And now I was seething again. Well, it's not really about me so much as what my readers want. What's it like writing Hemingway circle jerk fan fiction? Do you know all your readers by name? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's funny, man. That's a good interchange. But do you know all your readers by name after Hemingway circle jerk fan fiction? It fucking rules. Yeah, pretty good. Um, So I'm realizing now that the passage I captured as my burn Mm -hmm. isn't a burn. I was also, for some reason that I don't think ever coalesced into a meaningful bit, yeah. was capturing every time they talked about Jack Reacher in the book, which they did several times. I love it. I, I really <laughs> loved it. He, like, treats Jack Reacher as, like, some kind of god. <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his. He always, model. like, he prays to Jack Reacher. It's really funny. <laughs> so I just managed to catch a passage about Jack Reacher, but um, not a bird, so I guess I didn't have a bird this week. Okay, I'm going to put this baby on the... Hang on, give me one second. I think maybe I thought Jack Reacher could be incorporated. Like, here's a romance novel, right? Beach Read? Yeah. And they talk about Jack Reacher nonstop. And it's like, I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah. And now that I know that, I'm going to find ways to talk about Jack Reacher in Love in the Time of Horses. Yes. As much as I possibly can. And and going forward, just in general. Like, yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. Reacher is now in... God, you're so covered in this. Oh, my God. This is the thing is it about poop or be- pee? about betting fielding. No, the poop is off, but the in, okay. in the process of getting the poop off, the pee is everywhere. Because once he's free, right. you know, he's like, and he does, that's betting fielding though. He's stop- completely yeah, of course he crying. is. He's having the time of his damn life. His the rest is still unwritten, you know. Like he's got his whole life ahead let of me him. Re- let me read us out so I can tend to this. Yeah, please. Um, Tanner, thank you so very much for bearing with me. Uh, uh, love babies, thank you so much for bearing with us. We love and kiss you so very much. Please the sex subscribe bugs. to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Um, and we're talking about the TGIF shows now, Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, 
uh, just the ten of et cetera. us, etc. Etc. And we are having such a very good time, and we would love for you to join us. If you've been hesitant up until now, it's only five dollars a month. Check it out; it's a fun show. Everyone's having a blast. It's called Oh God, It's Friday. We got a funky little theme song, and we're having. And we sang together. The time of our lives. Join our Facebook group. It's Baby Nation on Facebook. Rate and review our show wherever you rate and review. And rate shows. it well. And tell a friend. Yeah. About our show. All the remains is trying to say that this week we read a novel. That novel was called Beach Read by Emily Henry. I really liked it. It was a good one. I recommend it. Uh, you know, I yeah, recommend check a lot of these books. But this one, I think you'll really like, even if you're not necessarily like a huge fan of the genre. I thought this was a, just a really Definitely good Definitely, I would say, a spiritual sequel to Rescuing Wo- Roxy, the uh, yes. male gamer harem fantasy novel. Yeah, and the Jack Reacher so, novel, Killing Point. And Jack Reacher. <laughs> yeah, so you'll probably want to check those out first <laughs> um, next week we're reading a movie we're, we're watching city of angels it's not that's not romance <laughs> they fall he falls in love with the that's with not the what romance Ryan is it's, it's not a happy ending love. they die on a bike uh here are the ones i wrote down when harry met sally the holiday she's the man twilight the princess diaries ever after bride and prejudice or Did we just watch when harry met sally we can do city of angels it's, let's do City of Angels. No, I'm not going to do it because you're being so no. difficult about Next it. Next week, we're watching City of Angels, and uh, it's not a romance, but that's what we're talking about. City of Angels. Let's see what it's listed as. It's not a romance. Angel. No, that can't be right. <laughs> Romantic fantasy film. Yeah, but she dies on a bike. Everyone dies, Jack. <laughs> Guess what? Uh, January and Gus from this book are going to die someday. Okay, fine. Next week. It's just true of, of everyone. We're, no one can escape we're it. We're watching City of Angels. Uh, look forward to that. All that remains is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And we're the Swoon Daddies. Yeah, I, and we're also Horny Jack and Horny Tanner. And I hope you have your happily ever after. Oh. Is that you're testing that You were out. supposed to come out with an outro. You were supposed to. I hated to. You that were supposed one. to come up with it. We might be childhood friends.